0: Welcome to the Wanna Talk Missions podcast. I'm your host, Sherry Tverdick, Director of Cup of Cold Water Ministries. We help people go and stay where God has called them to serve. This is the podcast of their stories. Our intent is to tell the good news of what God's doing around the world through his people in order to make his name known. Learn more about how you can engage in global missions at ccwm.org. And now, here's our show. One Baby for the World, 24 Days of Advent from a Missions Perspective, read by author Sherry Tverdick. December 2nd, Interrupted Malachi 4, verse 5-6 Look, I'm sending you the prophet Elijah before the great and dreadful day of the Lord arrives. His preaching will turn the heart of the father to their children and the hearts of the children to their fathers. Otherwise I'll come and strike the land with a curse. Luke chapter 1 verse 5 through 25. When Herod was king of Judea, there was a Jewish priest named Zechariah. He was a member of the priestly order of Abijah, and his wife Elizabeth was from the priestly line of Aaron. Zechariah and Elizabeth were righteous in God's eyes, careful to obey all the Lord's commands and regulations. They had no children because Elizabeth was unable to conceive, and they were both very old. One day, Zechariah was serving God in the temple, for his order was on duty that week. As was the custom of the priest, he was chosen by lot to enter the sanctuary of the Lord and burn incense. While the incense was being burned, a great crowd stood outside praying. While Zechariah was in the sanctuary, an angel of the Lord appeared to him standing to the right of the incense altar. Zechariah was shaken and overwhelmed with fear when he saw him. But the angel said, Don't be afraid, Zechariah. God has heard your prayer. Your wife Elizabeth will give you a son, and you are to name him John. You will have great joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at his birth, for he will be great in the eyes of the Lord. He must never touch wine or other alcoholic drinks. He will be filled with the Holy Spirit even before his birth, and he will turn many Israelites to the Lord their God. He will be a man with the spirit and power of Elijah. He will prepare the people for the coming of the Lord. He will turn the hearts of the Father to their children, and he will cause those who are rebellious to accept the wisdom of the godly. Zechariah said to the angel, How can I be sure this will happen? I am an old man now, and my wife Elizabeth is also well along in years. Then the angel said, I am Gabriel, I stand in the very presence of God. It was he who sent me to bring you this good news, but now, since you didn't believe what I said, you will be silent and unable to speak until the child is born, for my words will certainly be fulfilled at the proper time. Meanwhile." The people were waiting for Zechariah to come out of the sanctuary, wondering why he was taking so long. When he finally did come out, he couldn't speak to them. They realized from his gestures and his silence that he must have seen a vision in the sanctuary. When Zechariah's week of service in the temple was over, he returned home. Soon afterward, his wife Elizabeth became pregnant and went into seclusion for five months. How kind the Lord is, she exclaimed. He's taken away my disgrace of having no children. The last breath of the Old Covenant. The final prophecy from the book of Malachi. Look, I'm sending you a prophet before the end of it all. He'll turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the hearts of the children to the father. And then silence. 400 years of silence it was such a long time to be quiet a long time to not hear a word from your creator no more prophets generations pass with only those stories of old to hold on to Zechariah knew this way he accepted living without a fresh word simply obeying simply following what he had been told to do for Zechariah, it was enough to know that god is and then the lot fell to him to go into the sanctuary, to enter into the holiest of places, treading all the way to the altar which stood just before the curtain hanging thick in weight and heavy as a reminder, DO NOT ENTER. He would come so very near to the holy, silent God. Zechariah had likely never entered the sanctuary like this before. As it is said, there were nearly 20,000 priests at the time of Christ's birth. The lot to enter in would only fall to him once. It was an important day for Zechariah, yet everything he had anticipated would be interrupted. God breaks the 400-year silence through his angel Gabriel. Zechariah is stunned. He knows who Gabriel is, he's heard the stories of Daniel who fell on his face at the sight of Gabriel walking toward him, and Zechariah is shaken to the core. Why me, I'm not a Daniel. A stunned, shaken, overwhelmed Zachariah is relatable to us. When God bends down into our life and interrupts us with his plan, we are left a holy mess. Sell your house and get ready to go to Mongolia. That's what mine sounded like. There is not much to do with such a moment. Ignore it and you've lost a precious invitation into an eternal story. Act on it and you've lost your life as you've come to understand it. Zechariah experiences something beyond his ability to accept. God is ending an era. The world is hearing again. Yet here, Zachariah notices only one thing, the obvious, I'm old. And it's this entanglement with the obvious that Gabriel cannot tolerate. In the depths of Zachariah's heart, he wonders, does God even know me? Does he realize my limitations, my true physical limitations? Because we have them, don't we? As the pilot instructed the flight attendants to prepare for landing, I had a Zachariah response. Looking out the window at the icy topography of a land I was unqualified and unprepared for, the obvious felt closer than the holy. I tried to read my husband Troy's face, but he too was swallowed in thought, perhaps wondering the same thing. When do we get our super-spiritual capes? I realized moments before the plane touched down on my mission field that I was tragically just Sherry. I felt fear. I'm not the right woman for this. I'm not a world traveler who longs for the next adventure. I just want my small collection of friends and my family around my kitchen table in rural Illinois. I don't even feel impassioned to share the gospel with the world. God, do you know who you've sent Fortunately, unlike Zechariah, I was left with my words, although they could not be understood by most in my new country. I leaned heavy into Jesus that first night on the field. The little apartment that housed us was serenaded by our tears in the weeks following our arrival. If this story was to play out anything less than a disaster, it would be through the power and divine intervention of a God far greater than I could grasp. Zachariah submitted to what had happened to him in the sanctuary. In forced silence, he yielded to the storyline God had called him into, but perhaps still wondered how. Reaching back to his roots, he leans heavy on a God that is. Zachariah! Zachariah! Elizabeth looks into her husband's tired eyes. I'm pregnant! Engage with the story today Challenge yourself to spend the next 24 hours Refusing to focus on the obvious Instead asking God to open your eyes To what he wants you to see about yourself and others Write down three things you notice Thanks for listening See you next time on Wanna Talk Missions Make sure to check out all that God's doing with our missionaries at Cup of Coldwater Ministries by visiting ccwm.org. And that's our show.